0: This week on Wishful Booking, Jimmy and I are taking back control of this podcast. And we're handing it over to you, the listeners, in fact. So, without any further ado, take it away, listeners. (laughs) Makes not a lot of sense, I'll grant you. Just, we're shaking things up. It's going to be a good thing. You know what? Don't overthink it.
1: Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on guys, let's brainstorm this
0: puppet. Like a boss. Let me get this straight. Go ahead. When you're telling these little stories, have a point. Hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. I'm joined by Jimmy Moorecraft. Jimmy, what's going on? Oh,
2: a lot. Yeah, that's pretty in the re- usual. Well, a lot in my life, the wrestling life, a lot. Just a lot.
0: Yeah, all the yeah. lives. In all nine of your lives. Yes. Yeah, um, so TLC happened this week, and then TV happened this week, and then they taped TV for next week, so I guess, spoilers for that, we'll probably talk about that a little bit.
2: Yeah, I didn't know they were doing SmackDown, too. Yeah, I guess we could do that, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm just assuming it'll come up. Not a lot happened, really. Um, do you want to run through TLC first? Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Um, so TLC, so, so you saw, we both saw the kickoff show. Everybody watched the kickoff show. Why don't you tell everybody what we all know happened on the kickoff show?
2: Um, (laughs) well, match wise, we got Buddy Murphy versus Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Um, going into the card, we were all worried that this would be a 12 match pay-per-view, which it technically was, but not really to the main card. It was only 10. Um, I think the right matches were on the pre-show, um, Okay. With how they played out, uh, yeah. I think Buddy and Cedric was good enough to be in the main card, but I don't, you know, I'm not losing sleep over the fact that it wasn't.
0: Yeah, how was it? Like as far as what you know that uh, what you've been saying um, about recurringly about the those matches, the cruiserweight matches,
2: better. Okay, I thought it was better. I didn't see a lot of the same moves. Um, they're always good, by the way. They're, they're, oh, yeah. I, I never gave any of those matches below three and a half stars. This one got three and a half stars. It was just under ten minutes. It's they always make the most of their time. Um, they totally. they maximize their minutes, as Jim Ross always says. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it, it was good. The right guy went over. but he retained the title, and um, I thought it was good. It was, it was, it was less predictable than I than I, than I thought.
0: Oh, really? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed. Yeah, it. I didn't know what to think. And then Elias versus Bobby Lashley. This one. Oof. It was weird, right? It was just, it ended when Elias got the guitar, is that right?
2: Yeah, um, Michael Cole said that the match would, that the guitar, it was almost like war games where the match wouldn't start until the guitar is in play. (laughs) Um, And then when the pay-per-view went on the, well, the kickoff show started, he got the guitar and the match ended, which I think makes more sense, because in a ladder match, traditionally, when you retrieve the item, the match is over, or that's the way it should be.
0: Right, but technically, Um, this match hadn't even started yet, if I understand the rules correctly.
2: Well, they had changed them, I guess. (laughs) Right. I I, I guess they had changed them. Um, And so I I wasn't that upset about it. And I mean, nothing. I mean, there was a few good spots in it. The the belly to belly on the ladder was pretty brutal. Um, So in that respect for two guys who I don't think have ever been to ladder matches. Well, Bobby Lashley has, I think. Probably. Possibly. Definitely has. If not an impact, then I think he was the one of the Money in the Bank matches. Yeah,
0: I was thinking maybe an impact, but yeah, regardless. Regardless.
2: It it was fine. I mean, no one won anything because Elias won, and then uh, Bobby got his heat back. So it was... uh, Yeah. I I would rather Elias just do like a an in-ring segment, you know, in the ring, like singing, like he used to do. Yeah. We used to hate that for a while, but I feel like it would work better now as a face.
0: To establish him, maybe.
2: Yeah. But uh, that's really all I have to say about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's got to he's got to have some songs that are like I don't know, he's got to get a uh, find a melody where you, the crowd can sing along to the chorus each week, but he can write new lyrics to run down whatever heel he's up against, you know? Like for the for the verses. I don't Definitely. know if I'm getting too technical with the no, songwriting I it. terms. Yeah, okay. So then moving on to the pay-per-view, what did you think about the decision to start with the mixed match challenge finals?
2: Um, I thought that if it was on in any other point of the show, the crowd would have definitely went to a bathroom break. And I think Carmela and R-Truth are over just enough where the live crowd reacted because they were excited for the show starting. Yeah. Um, for the viewing audience, I think it was probably perplexing. Um,
0: yeah, it was but, for me. But,
2: I mean, if, if... If Vince wanted this to matter, which I think he tried his best to make it matter, I guess it made sense. Not saying I would have done it that way, but I right. kind of get the decision to do it. Also, they streamed it on Facebook Live. I don't know if there was any type of a streaming thing where it had to start, like, it had to be at the top of the hour or something like that. I don't know how uh, well, Mitch, now Mitch that you mentioned typically it, is on Facebook.
0: Now that you mention it, they were probably using that to try and promote people, you know, last minute getting the network to watch TLC.
2: That as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I mean, it wasn't ideal. I probably, looking at the card and what we saw, I think Randy and Ray would have been a good opener. Yeah,
0: a better opener.
2: And also, it it, it got it out of the way. It was mostly comedy. You know, these matches, I guess, I think that the, most of the intelligent fans know that they're not getting a technical wrestling match. Our um, truth you know, he's pretty good in whatever role he's been in the past few years, uh, which I guess could be up <laughs> yeah. for someone's opinion. Um, which varies, I don't, you yeah. know. I don't laugh at him all the time, but I think that with what he's been giving, he puts in 100% at least. No, definitely. Um, Definitely. It's, you know, Carmella, R-Truth win. They're the number 30 spots in the Rumble. Apparently, going to Stanford, Connecticut is a bigger deal to them than being in WrestleMania, which is what I got from that segment. (laughs) Personally. um, I don't know know if I'm just overanalyzing it, but...
0: Well, I mean, not not like WrestleMania was like a vacation destination they could have chosen, but like...
2: Well, that out of the two odd, things obviously. that they won. What? Out of the two things they won from that, they won number 30 in the vacationing spot. R- oh, right, campuses. right, right. And the comedy was on what R-Truth wanted to go for vacation. And exactly. it kind of overshadowed the pretty big deal of them being number 30.
0: It was weird all along that they ever had a you know a vacation on the line for a kayfabe booking decision, obviously. But especially when you realize like this is the payoff, like what is it? I guess it's going to be like a skit, a reoccurring skit of them. Yes, that's what I think. Like in the WWE headquarters, I don't see how that could be, you know, I don't see how that could possibly be really funny. I mean, maybe R-Truth and Carmella can do something with it, but I don't see why, how it could justify all of this, you know?
2: No, I agree. And also, it, I mean, last year, the the, the winners won $100,000 to a charity of their choice. So I would have just done that and the number 30 spot. Oh, hell yeah. I don't know why a vacation is...
0: Or better um, yet, it's wishful booking. Why not just do the charity thing and forget about the number 30 spot? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and knowing that... Um, last thing I'll say about this, I, I think the finals were the only two teams that remained intact due to injury or people pulling out or whatnot. Um, but you have to imagine that booking such high-profile people, I mean, Charlotte, Asuka... AJ Styles um, in those spots, you knew that they that they had to be on the TLC card itself. Right. So like, outside that just match. A, yeah, and, and they left, like, Andrade and Zelina off, which is still a choice that I bonk, blows so my mind. So weird. You um, actually
0: have an act that is together, and they both wrestle. Why wouldn't you? That would have been a great opportunity to have them win the whole damn thing.
2: Yeah, and the vacation could have been dumb, but getting the number 30 spot, Andrade, you know, has been focused on ish enough where no one would have thought he won, but i think he's uh, it, no yeah. one would doubt it in the moment if he's number 30.
0: Yeah. I'm living in the wishful world where the number 30 was off the table. <laughs> but oh, yes. but that's yeah, on Friday number 30 would be sick, i mean if it had to be.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But i don't know uh, I, I, g- gave I gave this one and a half stars just to be consistent. Yeah.
0: No, definitely. That is uh that's fair. Next up was the triple threat for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships.
2: Yeah, um, another three-and-a-half-star match. They're not going to have a bad match, but it was definitely on the underwhelming side for what they could do. Um,
0: a little bit, yeah.
2: wasn't bad. It was, you know, fast-paced. I think it was just under, like, 12 minutes, I believe, or 13 minutes. And um, I'm happy the bar retained. I really thought the Usos were going to win. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, I had a um, feeling, too.
2: And um, they worked hard. I mean, you know, we saw on SmackDown that some new names are entering this uh conversation now so i'm excited about that moving forward and um <laughs> out of the two divisions SmackDown's definitely on top right now but i'm oh god you know, yeah. getting tired of this combination of teams of course
0: yeah totally um what do you think about i feel like the usos and the new day are like should be producing like the raw tag division
2: i mean anything better than what we're getting just like
0: i don't know they they obviously like even you're right this match wasn't that great but even in this match like there was I don't know, some good some good sequences with the, you know, using oh, yeah. the triple threat using the 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 Definitely. multiple teams that were sick. They just I don't know, they they know what they're doing and they uh I don't know, there's so much potential. Yeah, there's so much potential in a tag team situation, a triple threat tag team situation. There's so much potential that oftentimes just goes completely unused. Like unrealized, yes. I guess. Definitely. Yeah. After that was was uh, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs, Baron Corbin versus Braun Strowman. Obvious. Was it
2: Tables, Ladders, and Chairs? Really?
0: I huh. think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was third. No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> because it <laughs> yeah. really <wasn't. laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't. No, it definitely wasn't. It's probably ranked last in all the TLC matches ever. Um, as soon as you saw that this match was happening at this time, it was probably obvious that they were going to do something like this, Yes.
2: Um, I don't think I necessarily knew what was coming, but I knew that I, I was excited that Vince didn't think it was that big of a story to put it on later on in the show. If that makes
0: oh, okay. Sense. Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah, I mean,
2: I, it was one of the first announced matches. I almost thought it had the ability to main event before Strowman got injured. Yeah, definitely. With how they presented it.
0: I feel like what happened with the Strowman injury was that this was like the worst case scenario based on what he, cause he wound up doing basically nothing, you know? Yes. So, like they, um, you know, they were hoping that he was further along in the recovery that he could actually wrestle somewhat. But you know, they did. I feel like they probably decided this around two weeks ago when they started to incorporate Heath Slater as the referee.
2: Yeah, I mean, with that being said, I think Strowman and Corbin wrestling a long match would have been boring, and I think this oh, was yeah. um, surprisingly, even if it wasn't the plan all along, I think it worked to their benefit. Um, the crowd Definitely. was into it. Angle, I wasn't expecting. I thought that was a nice touch. Um, oh, I really? thought it was logical. It made us think that this is what was the plan all along, even though, like we just talked about, <laughs> it, it wasn't, and that weeks of awful television were justified, and you got some screen times, people like Apollo Crews, you got Gable and Root on the card. Yeah. Um, so I liked all those things about it. Um, it's rare for the you know heel authority figure to get come comeuppance if you're not a McMahon. Well, if you're not a McMahon, I guess it's not rare. But, yeah. um yeah. But my question is are there like so there's no disqualifications which they made abundantly clear but is are, what, what aren't there no count outs too like i don't understand this whole like counting out Braun. like is that a thing that happens if, holy like, shit wrestler, i didn't even what
0: it, i didn't even what consider that, that. Uh, well they were just that's like a how they do the the forfeit i guess that would be in lieu of a tlc match it'll just be a the count out is just like a symbolic you know he's going to forfeit the match so we'll give him like the uh you know, what's what's the word, like this... Cere- not ceremonial, but like, you know, like a 10 count just to represent, like, this is the line you have to cross, you have to meet this threshold to even get to the TLC match, I guess. But you're right. I mean, I'm just bullshitting. You're right. You're totally
2: right. Because they rang the bell. They, yeah. they rang the bell and then started counting out, and there's no count countouts. Yeah. Uh, I get what you just said is, I guess, what they thought. Um, yeah. But you also just could have had Corbin ranting on the crowd and Strowman's music hit, and the same thing could have been accomplished. Totally.
0: Because I, I went more for the... Stroman, you know, he got to the count of eight, and then Stroman's music hit, and I was just like nine, ten, ding, ding, ding. Corbin just won, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I like, his music made the count out. He didn't make the count out.
2: Yes. <laughs> um So Stroman comes out in the sling, and he says that he can have help. um You know who I thought because we talked about it before we recorded, but and I think people, I think people in the crowd must have because the. Crad popped pretty loudly when Braun said, I can get help. Um, I was thinking Bray was coming out. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. I could see um, why
0: you would think that. Well, he's been teasing stuff on Twitter lately.
2: So Yeah, but also, I mean, we know that Starcade, the untelevised portion, Bray Wyatt and Corbin had a match. That wasn't yeah. K Fate, technically, but I know that that was a thing that they did that I thought maybe they were going to do it on TV, like, after the fact. Right. Um, also, so there was also that argument I had. I mean, that would have been
0: that. awesome. I don't know what the hell they're doing with him, like, you know. That was my suggestion a couple of weeks ago. Bring him back and get him involved with the whole Corbin GM thing. And we'll yeah. get to what they did instead, which you know, we'll get to.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, we sure will. <laughs> um, I couldn't grade this match at all. So yeah, I didn't. It's not a match. It's just like a,
0: it's just a segment, basically. I mean.
2: Um, yes. Next was Natty versus Ruby Riot. Uh, what are your? What were your thoughts on this before? I, before, I don't think we texted about this. Um, what did you think about this?
0: I mean, you know, the match was good. They both they both put in a good effort. I don't get the whole thing with the Ruby Riot on the table. Like I don't like that. To me, that was a little weird. Like maybe if it was like the other two Riot Squad members on the table, because you know what I mean. That was a well, little weird. I
2: Ruby thought. put Jim Neidhart on the table, so right? And Jim Neidhart I mean, isn't,
0: I, isn't Natty; it's Jim Neidhart. You know what I mean? Her deceased father. So so putting Ruby on the table is like, oh, well, that's not really, you know. She did it to no. you. It was for psychological mind games. She knows what she looks like. I don't see what the big deal about that is.
2: Well, it was like symbolic, like I'm gonna you're gonna go through a table with your face on it, kinda of <laughs> yeah. thing, I guess. I don't know. I, well, literally. Um, and also Ruby literally is dead, dead. dead. So there's and, that. and also what did you say? Ruby's not dead. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. She's very much alive. Exactly. But I was surprised by this actually. I thought it I mean Ruby and Natty are veterans, so I, I don't know why I was surprised, but I don't know. I just I didn't know what to expect. The story has been uh eh. But um I thought they worked pretty damn hard um definitely I thought the story that they were given was obviously corny but they worked through it there was a story to the match um I think it reminds fans of the natty's worth as a performer not that fans think she's a bad worker but her you know poor promo skills and her questionable gimmicks yeah. like her flatulence gimmick in particular has kind of watered her down I mean she's been smackdown women's champion and she's been in storyline for the past two or three years but um yeah she's, I, um, yeah, she's
0: definitely had a negative stigma attached.
2: Yeah, um, I thought it was it was a little too long at thirteen plus minutes. I don't think that I thought the length could have been cut, especially when Ray and Randy ended abruptly. And we'll get to that later. Yeah, but uh, the Liv Morgan bump was stellar. Yeah, yeah, stellar.
0: Yeah, um, is it concerning to it all though to have them get involved and. It doesn't help Ruby at all in that he just beats her anyway?
2: Uh, well, I mean, with given that there were tables around, the way that it happened and they were put through tables, it, it kind of protected them that they yeah. would be out at that point. That's after. what they were going for, Um uh, yeah. I did think that, though. I, I questioned, like, are, oh, did the Riot Squad just get buried? Um, I don't think they did. I think that this is just the spot they have on the card, and I think they are good at it because they, you know, get pushed sometimes. They've been around for a while where I would call them credible-ish, yeah, um, and uh, yeah, I thought it was for a secondary storyline that didn't feature Rhonda, Becky, Charlotte, or Asuka, or any of the Keep Naya. Um, I thought it was it was it was nice to see a different uh, different women in the spotlight, despite the story being questionable. Definitely, uh, definitely. I gave it three uh, three and a quarter stars.
0: Nice, I think that's appropriate. Um, and in hindsight, I feel like they were probably you know keeping in mind you know wanting to. Build Natty up for what, you know, she goes yes. on to do at Raw.
2: Yeah, definitely. Well, right. Raw, I think, helped aid this more, too, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Yes. Um, so then next up was Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre.
2: Yes, it was. Um, this is hard for me to grade, because <laughs> it was not a bad match. No. Um, I teetered between three and a quarter, three and a half, um... I gave it three and a half because I thought the work between the ropes was really good. I was, was. very like intrigued by the match. Yeah. Um, Ziggler's inclusion is uh, just unnecessary. It doesn't. It's another example of no one's really getting over. I feel like Drew what, what do you uh, mean? Monday. Well, no one's. I mean, Balor won, but he won because Ziggler interfered. Oh right. Uh, McIntyre got his heat back on Raw, which we'll get into. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It, it wasn't bad by any stretch, but I, I just thought it would have been nice to have a one-on-one match between them, and that's it.
0: Yeah, definitely, um, definitely, and, and I don't know if win, Finn, maybe.
2: and I don't know if Finn winning. Well, I read the results for last for next week, so I don't know if Finn is being pushed right now or yeah, what's, what's going on happened. there. Um, but uh, it was, it was, it was good. I mean, they're they're world class performers. I didn't think it'd be a bad match, of course,
0: and it wasn't. Yeah, they're both they're awesome, obviously.
2: Yes. Um. So then
0: Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton in a chairs match. Bit anticlimactic. But I like the boogie board thing.
2: Yes, me too. I thought that this match had a lot of potential. Um, I think that... (laughs) Which says um, it all. Yeah. uh, I gave this three and a quarter because of the ending. I think I get why Ray would take that out. Because Randy's like the viper and and unpredictable and Ray running out of the ring kind of shows that he's escaping and Randy wasn't hurt by it, I guess. Um, Yeah, much. It was inventive, although he almost botched it, um, which I was worried about, but it looked okay in the end. Uh, there were some good spots, but I, I mean, we saw what the chairs match doesn't have to be as awful as it sounds. Uh, I still, I think I said it on the Go Home uh, our go home podcast, but Calisto and Baron Corbin put on a pretty damn good match that year. A better
0: uh, one than this. And
2: it was better. And I yeah. think that Randy and Ray could have done better than that. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's why the great is what it is. But they, again, they're two veterans. The psychology was there. Um, again, not a bad match at all. No. Um, I just thought it could have been a little better, and I think that I would have tacked more time onto this as opposed to Natty and Ruby.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's a good call. It's a good reappropriation. Yeah, I thought setting up the row of chairs and then, you know, just having Ray kick off it and roll Randy up like out of nowhere was anticlimactic, and it was like, I don't know, kind of like Chekhov's row of chairs. Like, don't set it up and then, you know, do nothing with it, do next to nothing with it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it kind of, I guess, subverted expectations because no one thought the match would end there, or that's what they would do. But on the other end of it, you're right. It, it, and whenever you, and I'll go back to the, uh, I think it was last year's Royal Rumble with uh, Kevin Owens and Roman. Was that last year? Uh, No, it was two years, two years ago. ago. Yeah, Um, they did that great spot where they tacked the chairs and Owen went through them. Yeah, the big pile of chairs. I almost hate that they did that not in a chairs match, because there's only so much you could do with it. Well, I guess I say that, but I'm sure the wrestlers can think of something. Yeah. But but that would have been such a—I think I probably said it when we recorded that podcast—but um, that would have been such a cool actual chairs match spot.
0: Yeah, yeah um, that would have, but they wanted to go a lot for that match at the time, obviously.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I was entertained throughout, I suppose. So short yeah, and sweet.
0: but that's the way you, that's the way you swerve with something like that. You set up the road chairs and then you tease not using it and then you use it. You know, you don't, you don't set it up and then not use it and
2: then say, oh, we swerved you. The only other thing I think I, I thought would happen was Randy would go for an RKO, but Ray would like reverse it and Randy would fall in the chairs. But I don't know if, Ray, if that would look weird for Ray to like pick up all of Randy's body weight.
0: That I was thinking the same thing. I feel like this, we had the same thought, like
2: right before the roll up yeah. spot at the end. Yeah, and that would have been that would have made that the, the chair set up worth it. But I, I don't know if visually it would have looked okay.
0: Or yeah, yeah, it wouldn't have made sense. I thought that I literally thought the same thing. Like, oh, Mysterio is not going to push it, but Orton off. Like people have you know countered the RKO before.
2: And also, it wasn't the first time we saw a roll-up in the night, and I think that, that hampered this for me, too.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Put it in the hamper. All right, Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax was up next. Oh, so, man. Uh, another one of Nia's best matches, I think.
2: Jeez, Ronda is just f- fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. She's not perfect by any means yet, but... No. Insane yet. that <laughs> this every, every pay-per-view match has been... Uh, m- above average, to say the yeah, least.
0: To say the um, least, yeah.
2: Nia played her part well. I can't, I cannot ignore that. Um, it's yeah, crazy well, she didn't, that Ronda break the one. Ronda's face, so that was good. Yeah, and that that whole story because I was, you know, Becky on the pre-show made a good point that even her arc is being tapped onto the Raw Women's Title feud because it was. Um, yeah. But if it was, they really rolled with it. I loved how Ronda kissed Nia's fist, um, she has all of those little things down. Um, yeah. her i her, I think her promos and crowd control are the only things that she has left to work on and maybe yeah. and I, I can't even say developing her repertoire further because she introduced a lot of new stuff in this match that like Superman punch was brutal looking yeah um i I loved it. I was in, I thought it was a perfect length of time um, uh. Uh, Ronda looks gut, uh, gutsy. Um, she got to come up, and we can move her down the card now. Luckily, um, oh, Naya You mean yeah? We can move night down the card. Um, you know, this year Naya's become women's champion. She became a heel through means that were not safe and or planned. But she but totally
0: fucking it. up the Survivor Series card. Go ahead.
2: Yes, right. Um,
0: <laughs> Just for context, but she
2: also had two singles match with Ronda Rousey in one calendar year, and they were both above average. So, I mean you know i
0: props to ronda Rousey.
2: <laughs> yes i suppose um <laughs> i gave this 3 and 3 quarters cool yeah
0: yeah it was a, it was a it was a good match it was about i mean about as good as you're going to get and it the only thing
2: it was a little better than i thought it was going to be I, I i didn't think that they were top money in the bank yeah yeah it was but it was Though better I, than money I, I in was the surprised. bank i was surprised the, the the cross body to the outside phenomenal
0: it was crazy yeah that was really really good yeah um nice no, sucks <laughs> uh, next up was the WWE Championship match AJ versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, this was the match of the night, in my opinion.
2: Um, a case could be made. Um, I see oh, why you, you said so? that. Uh, it was not my match of the night. No. Okay. Um, but I loved it. I thought it was very. Uh, I still think it was too long. Personally, it was twenty-eight minutes long. I, I, I don't think it, it
0: that, was really necessary. long. Um, but it was sick. that
2: didn't mean there were bad points in it. That's why I'm saying I wish it was shorter. Like I would take out this move or this sequence. I'm not saying that. I just don't right. think the feud was there yet to have this kind of match. This match would have been like a with a different finish, like the ending of the feud. I feel like, uh, which maybe it still was the end. I don't know where they're going with this. Well, um, they, but- I mean,
0: they still have them, you know, up against each other on uh, TV. Right, well, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um, it was very Bret HBK style uh, submissions.
0: I was, I was thinking that, too, watching the match, Bret and HBK.
2: Yeah. Um, Which is awesome. Very old school. Um, I still think that AJ, as outside from John Cena, has not had that, like, five-star, oh-my-God match that, like, what? Johnny Gargano is having and Aleister Black are having on NXT, and I feel like he has it in him.
0: Really? I don't and know, man. This match, I thought, was...
2: It was, pretty, it was up pretty there pretty for him, good. don't get me wrong. It was up there. I,
0: I, I mean, He's I, had some really pretty stellar matches in the two years or almost three years
2: he's been in WWE. He has. He definitely has. I just feel like these two can do even better. That's all. And it's, it, it's a compliment to them, really. Um, I, I, gave I mean, us four they've wrestled like stars.
0: four times lately, like recently.
2: They have, but I feel like when you're on pay-per-view, it, it's different. And they never got this much time. Um, I think oh, okay. Daniel... So with the
0: time, you wish they did more to... To yeah, earn, right. To justify the extended exactly. period,
2: yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, I gotta give them credit for selling the crowd on a traditional submission move. I mean, the Boston Crab. People actually thought the match was gonna end. That was phenomenal. Yeah. Who else can do that? Um. So, I mean, like I said, world world class athletes. It showed. Uh, for me, it it. Uh, I'm compiling our my match of the year list. It's I don't know if it'll enter my top ten. I really don't. It'll be an honorable mention, but uh, again, doesn't mean I, I disliked it. I just thought there was stiff competition this year.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I wouldn't put it in the top ten matches of the year, probably. But it was, yeah, yeah. I see what you mean.
2: It, it should be a contender. At right, least. and I think it can be if they could build on it. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing one more between them at the Rumble, maybe in like a submission match. Um, yeah, and have that match
0: we're talking about,
2: two out of three falls, something like that. Oh um, yeah,
0: why not have, yeah. th- dude? When was the last time they had a, I might have said this recently on the show but when was the last time they had a three stages of hell match? Um not man. necessarily that these two should be the two to bring it back with but you know just thinking about two out of 3 falls like that's how you up the ante on that.
2: Well, so there's two points to that. The first point is that they're like technical wrestlers, so I don't know if uh Hardcore match like that. Well, I guess they don't well, have to no, it could be, be anything, hardcore yeah.
0: Sips. Yeah, it could be a regular match, submission match, and then you know, cage match.
2: Yeah, I think
0: or just an Iron Man match, really. It's like a half oh, hour Iron,
2: Iron Man, Man would be great. Yeah, I think John Cena and Ryback had the last three stages of hell match back at, um, oh, oh god, I think it was Payback,
0: probably something
2: like that. And that's like horrible 2014, 2013, something like that. It was like an ambulance match. Tables match, and I feel like the first match was something dumb, maybe like a lumberjack match or something. So that is that was the last one. Okay. Uh, so there yeah, should be so it's definitely been a while. another one. Yeah. Um. Maybe yeah, not for these two. Like, they
0: should bring that back, though. I like the Iron Man match better for these two.
2: Yeah, thirty minute Iron Man match. Um, okay. But it was great. I also think crowd placement was tough for them because Ronda and Nia was so good. Um, yeah. That the crowd wasn't as they were into it, but I feel like not as into it, and I think that they could really get like a hardcore like rumble crowd would, it would put the match over the top even more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I hope they do that. Me too. Um, so next up Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. Mm. This mm-hmm. was disappointing. I sure was, was. I was feeling that crowd. That was right there with them.
2: Yeah, me too. Um, so what I came to the conclusion in this match is that Dean and Seth have mostly had gimmick matches. They had that lumberjack match, then a ladders match, then a hell in a cell match. And they were all, like, good because of the stipulations. But Dean, for me, isn't, like, I don't know if I'd call him. He's good at the psychology and, like, he's good at wrestling. But I don't think he's good at having, like, a four-star wrestling match. Well, he doesn't have, like, like a, you know, traditional technical style. Yeah, he doesn't have a moveset, really. He doesn't, like, I can't name, like, moves that he does. Well, yeah, I mean... besides like, the Dirty D's, the rebound clothesline, which I don't even think he does anymore. No, he Big doesn't. Heel. He doesn't do um, anymore. He did that chicken... The, I forgot the name of the movie did. That was interesting. Um, oh, the Chicken Wing so Fanks The Chicken Wing Fangsbuster, Buster, yeah. That was good. Um, the elbow drops to the head were so repetitive. Yeah. And I think that it makes sense, because he's a heel, that he's being this, like, calculating, slow... But, I mean, even it's Randy Orton does a better slow. job at this. Yeah. Um, so I don't, Seth worked his ass off. I'm not trying to place all the blame on Dean, but Seth did all of his greatest hits. Um, most of them, at least he even popped out that leg drop on the, on the ring ropes, which I haven't seen in a while. Oh yeah. Um, so I can't really, if I'm placing the blame on someone, it's more on Dean than Seth. I think it's just, and it also wasn't a bad match. It was the wrong match.
0: Yeah. The wrong match for the night. And for that point in the night.
2: Yeah, nothing was like... It was also 23 minutes, like, no. Absolutely not. This could have been 15.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and it was weirdly paced, like, with the, you know, with the, the oh, rest holds yes. when they they were basically begging the crowd
2: to start chanting, yeah. it felt like, when they did. And, the, yeah, the, the card placement killed them, brutally murdered them. Um, or maybe even open with this. Yeah. And put the Mixed Match Challenge in the spot.
0: Yeah. I would have put the Mixed Match Challenge in the pre-show, honestly. And put, I guess... Yeah. Yeah, Elias and or maybe the Cruiserweight title on this spot.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did give it three stars.
0: That's a little generous in my opinion. But, but,
2: like, f- but for them, that's not good enough. Yeah, I was, it should I, be better. I mean, people thought this was going to be the match of the night. Well, not the match of the night, but one of them.
0: Yeah, it should have had a chance to be, which I don't think um, it, it didn't.
2: It just felt off, and we'll get to Raw, but I really admired what Seth said in his, in his promo about it.
0: Yeah, 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 we'll get to that.
2: But... Before that,
0: yeah, was this your match of the night? The this main event, was
2: absolutely my match of the night. Yeah, um, it was a good match. It uh, I, so <laughs> I, for, my first thing I wrote was I mean wow. Um, <laughs> I'll do complaints first. I don't like when they set up the ramp and the entranceway with all the tables and chairs and they don't get utilized. I don't think they have to. Every pay per view, that's just the way they, they like decorate. Well, they,
0: they don't also, do it every pay per view. They just do it for TLC.
2: Uh, that's what I meant. Yeah, Every I TLC, TLC. I know that's what you meant. <laughs> um, I remember when the, uh, the Shield and... Um, which Oh, yeah. The, the Shield and versus uh, Ryback and Team Hill No. They had some pretty cool spots on the stage... During that match, um, I'm not saying it's like necessary for every TLC pay per view to utilize that setup, but yeah. I do think that this felt a little contained to one area when that doesn't need to be the case. Definitely. So it could have it could have been better. I gave it four and a half stars.
0: The women, uh, definitely, especially, could have done that, like to you know to really put it over the top. That would have been sick.
2: Yeah, and like one of the biggest spots of the night was the uh, was the leg drop that Becky wanted to hit on Oscar and Charlotte. Asuka rolled out of the way. Um, my compliment to this is that Charlotte sold it incredibly. I thought that she was injured. I thought her tip up her, her implant popped again. Um, uh, she, like, cursed. They had to bleep it out. It was brutal looking. But yeah. it was the same thing they did at Evolution. Yeah. So, like, yeah. it didn't take away from me in the moment, but now that I'm looking back on it, I felt like they could have picked another spot like that. Yeah. Even Asuka in, in her last man standing much show with Nikki Cross, she did that awesome superplex off the ladder onto the table. I thought it would have been really cool bringing that spot back. Yeah. Um, so those are small complaints. It's, again, a compliment that I feel like they could have probably done even more than they did. It was around 22 minutes. It was great. So I'm not trying to negate that. And yeah. um, everyone had their spot. I Asuka kind of was in the background a little bit. I don't know if that was intentional because of her ultimate win. Um, I don't think it
0: should have been intentional because of her ultimate win, you know. I well, get... I
2: mean, maybe they didn't want us to think she, to ha- have her in our consciousness as much. Right, right. Um, she got some good spots in. Her kendo stick shots are brutal.
0: Yeah, um, totally.
2: Charlotte, her senton to, to uh, Becky on the table was great. But also we saw that at, at Evolution as well, except just in the ring. Yeah. So the, This time the, she those... went
0: straight to it, though. Remember last exactly. time she tried something else first? and Yeah, she tried the
2: moonsault. That right, I like. Right. And I love the ending. I, I think, I, I with
0: Ronda Rousey, you mean?
2: People didn't. Ronda coming out was, yeah. I thought, great. I thought it was logical. It made sense that Ronda has beef with both of them that she was provoked about. Charlotte beat the shit out of Ronda for no reason. Uh, well, yeah. not for no reason, but, well, I like, kind of for no reason.
0: Um, <laughs> kind of for no reason, yeah.
2: Becky almost broke her arm in her own locker room. And you have both of those ladies on a ladder reaching for a title, I I think it was smart for Ronda to do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, um, I agree. In fact, we called this. We called we we said she was going to get involved, and Asuka might win. And we also had said that, uh, Cor- you know, basically that angle would show up and help uh, Braun Strowman beat Corbin. But the I, that's not even why I brought those up. Both of those t there were two TLC matches, and they both ended with, you know, the match being decided by outside factors. Yes, come to think yeah, of it, yeah. I just realized. So that um, would be one argument against this, but yeah, this was basically, especially with where we think they're headed, this was like had to happen the way it did.
2: Definitely, and then there's the argument of Oscar getting her first championship win handed to her.
0: Huh. You mean like winning? Well, yeah, get winning the champion. Yeah, well, yeah.
2: That's but a, I also think the way it went down, it wasn't like Ronda was intentionally helping Oscar.
0: Right, she was more against the other two, but when there's only three people in the match process of elimination
2: yeah and um oscar still got a great pop it, i i was almost oh, afraid definitely. that she was gonna get booed oh, um no, when that happened like that. and on smackdown we'll get into that but i think i think i'm okay with the way she won it and if she has i think she'll get her match against becky um although apparently take rematches aren't a thing anymore i'm hearing
0: yeah we'll that yeah um it's a new new era
2: and also one other thing is um it's a
0: fan's decision probably
2: what do I have written here? Uh, the women are the most exciting thing going. I have to hand it to... Oh, I'm not going to say that. I was about to give I was about to give Vince credit, but we know how you feel about that. Well, um, no, if
0: you want, I can argue that point just as well. Well, as I, text-
2: I recontextualize the fact that all of this is happening based on things that Vince did not plan on. He didn't really yeah. want Becky to... I don't know if he didn't want Becky. I don't think he intended well, for he her to blow up he, nearly, he didn't intend for heel, her
0: to, so. to, to blow up nearly like she did yeah he intended for her to turn heel and for Charlotte to be holding the title all this time in my opinion even up to Tuesday night the way that he he totally undercut what she was saying like I I will get to that but that I, I feel like he's very begrudgingly allowing her to be what everybody wants her to be which is still you know stuck in his ways in my opinion
2: yeah I don't I don't argue that point. I guess I'm just impressed with how, given his stubbornness on that, that you had the Rhonda, Becky, uh, Naya, and Becky. See, there's so many inner inner stories, I get confused. Yeah, Becky and Naya was played off at this pay-per-view. I love their backstage segment. I thought that was something that didn't really need to be in the show. Yeah. But for Becky's character, was crucial. Yeah, to get some closer on and that. And it yeah. played out perfectly. Yeah. Uh you had that. Then you have Becky, Charlotte, their thing going on. You have the reemergence of Asuka, which TLC is the pay-per-view she debuted at. Oh yeah. A. And she won the Rumble last year and she'll be going into this year's Rumble as champion. So, you can argue that she was dem- and her even when she lost her her streak to Charlotte, it was a phenomenal match. It was really only the Carmella program that brought her down.
0: Yeah. That's so true. I'm
2: not trying to say that's excusable, but I think she's okay right now.
0: Yeah. But yeah. No, you know? She's definitely been been salvaged too, yeah. uh, to a certain so degree. So I also hopefully.
2: give him credit for that, and I think that also wasn't planned. Uh, but he still made the choice to go through with it. Yeah. It's that's kind of where I'm at with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into everything. I mean, can we start talking about Raw Monday night? Go for it. With this ridiculous, the way Raw starts out, I mean... Come on, man. You have the McMahon family come out and say they're one by one and say they're going to take back control of Raw to a huge, like the, the crowd's going nuts. Surreal. Baron Corbin comes out, starts getting booed. The McMahons are all up on their high horse running down the evil heel Baron Corbin for doing things that obviously they have been scripting him to do. Specifically, Vince has been scripting him to do all along. Well, until
2: Vince gets tired of it, because I think Vince actually wanted Baron Corbin to start talking when he was like, you do know you have a microphone, right? (laughs) Like, I think he literally was like, all right, let's, can we carry this on?
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 it was, it was kind of bizarre. Like, you know, it was not, it was just awkward with the, the talking, like, like, you know, people weren't felt unsure of who's, who goes next talking wise, even among the McMahons, you know, and
2: Hunter. Yeah, I don't know. Shane's inclusion in this is puzzling, and even watching SmackDown, it's still puzzling because yeah. we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. I agree, one hundred percent agree with you. It was surreal to watch an audience turn on a character like like Corbin and then cheer the very people responsible for shoving him down our throats so many weeks. Yeah, surreal.
0: And um, e- even in kayfabe, just the idea of the McMahon's taking back the show, and it was just very vague, super vague. And a weird way to start off a show that, you know, began like this holding pattern of, of between TV this week and what they tape for next week, at least from my perspective.
2: Yeah, I mean, going through through the card, we saw Tyler Breeze get a chance. We saw The True. Revival get a tag team opportunity. I'll I think there's right. a lot of room to be done for at least, And also uh, Bleach Report predicted, and I wouldn't put it past WWE to think it, it was a story we wanted to see, was doing Angle and Corbin in a rumble match for general manager. Um, oh, so I did wait. like that they got that over with, right? Okay. and it's done with, and done, it's over. Yeah. So, and they accomplished that, so, and we also, we know about six new people debuting, Heavy Machinery, Nikki Cross, Lacey Evans, EC3, and, uh, Lars Sullivan, which has been discussed for weeks. Right. Um, we don't know where they're going, but at least for the first episode, they made it seem like it's possible, but now they have to follow through with it.
0: Well, yeah, and also the the episode just otherwise felt like a regular, pretty standard episode of Monday Night Raw, I thought, like after this uh, big opening. Yeah, but segment.
2: not as bad as it's been, though. Nothing yeah. like earth-shattering, but I mean, Ziggler and Finn had a great match. Um, yeah. I, you know I love Tyler Breeze, so I like Dean versus Tyler Breeze. I actually like Dean versus Tyler Breeze more than Dean versus Seth Rollins.
0: Um, yeah, sadly. Didn't, wasn't, if we can start talking about that now... Wasn't it weird, though, that Dean Ambrose is a face making an open challenge? Like, I get it that he said anyone not named Seth Rollins, but that still doesn't change the fact that a heel made an open challenge on his first night as Intercontinental Champion. Literally anyone besides
2: Seth Rollins could have answered that. Yeah, I I think you hit the nail on the head. I think because he didn't want to give Seth Rollins the the title match that he kind of was being stubborn. But, yeah, I mean, it was weird, I guess.
0: Yeah, well, it's a noble thing to do, I think.
2: Uh, Wade Keller had a problem with the fact that Tyler Breeze entered the open challenge. Has he never seen an open challenge before by a baby face? I thought there was an adequate amount of time that Tyler Breeze's music hit before he came out.
0: Uh, what do you mean, like before? Like,
2: Wade Keller, like, complained about the unbelievability that Tyler Breeze would be ready to go and oh, wrestle a match.
0: Well, yeah, but that like, that is. What? I mean, that, I don't know. That is something I wish that they would address, but.
2: But that's always happened, not just that this it, week. That's yeah, just a thing.
0: Yeah, this would be a weird place to suddenly say certainly right. have a problem with that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. I wish, um, in general, they would give us some some background. Just once, you could have somebody say, you know, have Dean Ambrose before the commercial break beforehand, backstage, say, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna make an open chat. Or indicate that he's going to make an open challenge. Something that would justify why Tyler Breeze or anybody would be there and ready for that matter, you know?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess throughout the years we've seen wrestlers backstage already in attire, too, though. True, um, true. But yeah, that's a small, very small thing. Yeah. Uh, Bobby and Elias, I don't think, should be happening still. I don't know why it is.
0: Because they that's don't have any other ideas, I think. It's just a holding pattern.
2: Just keep ah, doing annoying.
0: what we're doing. It's annoying. Let's talk about how we're going to change and freshen things up, and then just keep doing what we're doing for two more weeks.
2: Yeah. Um. Speaking to that point, though, and back to the opening segment real quickly, I think Vince definitely called an audible for that table spot.
0: Oh, for the for the match that it led to.
2: Well, after the match, because they were chanting "We won tables" during the match. The match, oh, right? Ended, right. They probably could have gotten away with not even including a table because the crowd was happy the Corbin lost. But then Vincent's probably thinking, "Well, I just fucking said it's whatever you guys want." And so I think that that was smart for them to add that in. Yeah, and that should be something
0: they do. I mean, it's a live. Yeah, it's a live experience. Like they, you know, it's in certain situations when the crowd is asking for something, it makes no sense not to do it. Especially just because oh, it wasn't scripted. Fuck that.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Like these, I don't um, know. The, the characters need to feel like comfortable in their own skin like they can you know that's like that that actually would add credibility to whoever it happens to because it's like they're comfortable acting on the fly you know what i mean like they're comfortable reacting in in character you know what i'm saying like naturally to something they weren't expecting
2: i don't know no that makes sense seth rollins also after hiding under one of the gas masks and attacking dean um had a great Backstage promo where he very honestly acknowledged the criticism towards the match. I felt like, yeah. Um, Did you not in the past? Think- he, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say in the past he's been very vocal about crowds being um, awful, uh, yeah. specifically with the I think his Iron Man match with Ziggler. Yep, something happened, right?
0: Yeah, the, well, the crowd was uh, chanting. Remember, they were counting down the minutes.
2: Right, right, right.
0: Then Rollins tweeted, you know, I was disappointed in you in whatever town we were in.
2: Yeah, so I was kind of afraid that he would, like, take that defensive route again, but I'm glad he didn't. He totally owned up to it, acknowledged it, um, which is something his character needs to do if he is going to be getting pushed to the level we think he might be in the coming months. Oh, absolutely. Going to roll with the punch. Um, so I like that. I thought that was a nice little touch.
0: Yeah, um, and in fact, I don't know, I felt a little vindicated when they were chanting during the Rollins match. Rollins just isn't particularly hot right now. Nobody's chomping at the bit. For him to suddenly be thrust into the main event picture, in my opinion. I said that a couple weeks ago. And I think the fact that they were chanting during this match on Sunday, you know, bears
2: that I out. I don't think that has anything to do with him, again. For me, for me, it was Dean, personally.
0: Well, I just, I just think it speaks to, like, they would be less likely to do that in a match with, you know, like, like Stone Cold when he was on the rise. Somebody who's on the rise, on a natural rise, amidst a natural flow of momentum, you know?
2: but there's no one else on the roster who has that flow of momentum and that well, you there's, no there's no as one. There's no one. There is right. no one.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. I, I I'm, I'm just saying like,
2: I just don't, I don't think think it, it could think it's hinder
0: anywhere. him in the long run. That's what I'm worried about. And that's all I'm saying to try and tell us, you know, that we're chomping at the bit for something we're not chomping at the bit for as relates to him or anyone for that matter.
2: Yeah. Again, though, I think there's enough time to tell that story. And again, don't forget that being in a rumble match, it's whoever you're against. So, if it's Seth and Drew, we'll know yeah. because people, I think people wouldn't mind either of them winning. But I'm just saying, like when Randy and Roman were the last two and Randy won, Randy got that pop because it wasn't Roman. right? So even if Seth isn't over to the point that I think he could be and will be come that spot if he gets it, um, it's, there's ways to remedy it and at yeah. least manipulate it. Yeah,
0: no, definitely. Um,
2: so then we had Ronda Rousey come out. She cut a decent promo. Um she was in her ring. She was in her ring attire, and then it made sense that she wanted to have an open challenge. Um, it did, yeah. It. I mean, I guess because I don't know the whole having the women backstage just like screaming as opposed to coming out like it's better they than Tyler Breeze
0: just standing there waiting to come out. I guess. Um, I'm just teasing. I don't, you know, <laughs> just just contrast it.
2: Well, that's the thing. I do think that they wanted to do something different because of that, and it, I guess, was different. Um. Wade said that I perceive them as, like, screaming brats. I kind of don't. I mean, there's a title match on the line with Ronda Rousey, I would also be, like, trying to convince my boss of giving me the match yeah. at the same time. Yeah, but that so is something you should like be that. cautious about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, Ronda, I think when the crowd chants for Becky, they have to have her say something. I don't oh, think yeah, she, needs absolutely. To, she needs to fall in this babyface heel category. I think that her work has has proved itself she's not just a flash in the pan she's wrestling live event she's on raws i think that she's not the brock lesnar people thought she was going to be and i would let her be who she is
0: yeah i would let everyone be because she are.
2: looked like she wanted to say something when the crowd is
0: what, that's an el- a huge elephant in the room and the crowd might as well be chanting elephant you know like it, what she does like not addressing it definitely unfortunately like affects people's perception of her or anyone in that situation.
2: Yeah, and it looks like she like wants to say something. Yeah. But it wasn't a bad promo. It was good. I mean, I like that they're making her feel like a fighting champion. Um,
0: well, yeah, but this was another week where she comes out and talks about wanting to fight and then doesn't fight. Yeah, but that's not, not on her. I mean, Seth McMahon is the one that I know, but the, it's be- the... being written like that. I'm noticing, so, you know. I'm and
2: you out. also didn't have any women come out directly to her. They were backstage. If you had someone come out, I feel yeah. like she would have said, okay, let's fight.
0: Right. Well yeah, that's um, what she was trying to do. I'm just saying in the in the
2: writing, in the booking, you know. Part of me likes that the last hour of Raw was women's wrestling. The other part of me wishes that it was announced, but then I also feel like I'm happy that this is just a normal thing that women can close a show for an hour and it's normal now and they're not patting themselves on the back for it. Yeah. That so it's kind of like commonplace. In that's how it should be ultimately. Yeah, because a lot of people are like, Well, what was the last hour of Raw supposed to be if this was didn't you know what I mean? And people need I think people people need to get over the whole I get it. it. You want it to be as logical as possible, and there's a lot of loopholes, especially lately. Creative is not being the best, but just enjoy it sometimes, people. It, huh. it gets very tedious for me. Well, I mean... This... I agree with it sometimes, but we, we got we got w- women for the last hour of Raw. That's, that's pretty unheard of. Just enjoy it. Yeah. That, that's no, how yeah. I feel.
0: Um, how did you feel about this match specifically, though? Um, Cause I, you know, I'm thinking there's something that happened a lot during the match,
2: a lot of roll-ups,
0: a lot of, well, there, there's two things that happened a lot during the match, roll-ups being one of them,
2: uh, a lot of roll-ups and, uh, well, there was a lot of inconsistencies with Belly's, uh, Belly, <laughs> Bailey selling, I believe a knee injury and then Dana Brooke putting a headlock on,
0: Yeah. um,
2: that there, I noticed,
0: well, there was a lot of rest holds in general. I oh, is that like, what you mean? Yeah.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. It was
0: like each individual matchup, it felt like had a, at least a couple minutes of rest hold, which was like, I don't know, kind of killing the pace for me.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, it was it was good all in all, Natty. I, I wasn't, I, part of me thought like, okay, they're trying to push this new era of Raw. Maybe they're going to do Ronda and Sasha next week and people are going to be like, wow, like, this is really a new Raw. I didn't think that Raw was being taped right afterwards and that it would, the match, whatever match happened. Whatever match was announced, that live crowd was seeing that night.
0: Right, so that's you didn't why realize, yeah.
2: I immediately because I really wanted Sasha to win. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was really upset when she didn't. Not that I don't like Natty. I think that Natty deserves a match against Ronda. We always thought it would be in a long program. Where yeah, Natty would deal. Well, it's weird um,
0: to do Natty and Ronda in a in a pre in a pre tape match after all this story that you've been telling with them as friends.
2: It is weird, but it just shows me that it wasn't a priority for them or that... I think the death of her father changed a lot for Nettie's character and what they had wanted to do with it. Yeah, I mean... I I really do.
0: I hope it didn't too much. I mean, how much, you know...
2: Well, I think that you were going to have Natty turn heel on on Ronda at some point. I don't think it makes sense right now.
0: Oh, really? Because I was thinking she, you know, I, I, actually that was one of the things I was thinking reading the results was that she might have. Oh, I don't. She think didn't. She did. obvi- no, no, no. She didn't. She definitely. Yeah, yeah. Didn't. But, but um, I mean, I'm, I, I'm just saying, like, i I could be ready for that depending on where they're going to go if they're going to continue having them wrestle.
2: Yeah, um, I think Natty I, again. She deserves it at this point in her career. Uh, my only issue is that Natty went through two other people before tapping out Sasha Banks. I mean. I, I is Sasha banks ever gonna be like a main event level women superstar again? I hope so, me too, because I mean again, it's Natty, she has a history, she's a former women's champion, but I but don't she's know been, I, yeah I, she's
0: had a lot of negative stigma attached to her too, and she hasn't ever really unfortunately been known as like a super resilient you know competitor to go you know like you said to beat two people and still then beat sasha banks like that's that's what really I have a problem with the most same just like suddenly. Because of what it does for Sasha, obviously. And yeah, Sasha versus Ronda. That would have been something. Natty versus Ronda, I feel like they've kind of inadvertently been teasing as a byproduct of them being friends just because of the way WWE works. Sasha oh. versus Ronda would have been a match totally out of left field that they could have you could have just let them have a really sick match. That would have been fucking awesome. That's really what they should be trying to do. They haven't yet figured out somehow.
2: Yeah, and oh man, I just saw a tweet from Becky that totally distracted me. Rhonda what tweeted, TLC wasn't revenge, it was a warning. Charlotte, Becky Lynch, you're both lucky I let you off so easy. Oscar deserves to be champion more than either of you cheating cowards. Wow. Then Becky replies with, I remember now you said I attacked you with your pants down, you little weirdo. Not going to lie, though, I did walk into your dressing room and see an ass, but it was fully dressed. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> and then there's a the graphic with an arrow to Rhonda's head saying me owning you and an arrow to her, to her ass saying pants not down. Because <laughs> she did say that. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe yeah, call, that was before yeah. she pulled them up and the and the. Well,
0: the, no, I think she just meant figures like figuratively. Like you caught me when I wasn't ready. You caught me unprepared. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I. I. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about that when we talk about SmackDown. I really had a problem with Vince McMahon coming out the way he did and and saying what he did basically on SmackDown.
2: Well, let's get to it. I think that was that was all of Raw, right?
0: Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean,
2: unless you have more, I'm not trying to...
0: No, yeah, it. no, 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 that's... No, yeah, you're... Yeah, definitely. Um, just the way they start off SmackDown with the pep talk of the whole SmackDown locker room, like, I feel like Weird. they have totally lost sight of what they're trying to accomplish.
2: SmackDown didn't need changing, by the way. Well... SmackDown was a show we all liked. Yeah, for the most part. Well, well yeah, what the, do you mean? I, I, I mean, it, it, it was... role was the main issue with creative lately.
0: I don't know. Did you see that rap battle last week?
2: Yeah, but that, that, what, uh, okay, it's not perfect, but I mean, it's still been
0: the more enjoyable show. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's two hours, so, I mean, just based off that, it was going to be more enjoyable. Yeah, it's usually more enjoyable than Raw, but I mean, I wouldn't say it was, you know, that it's perfect or anything. Just the whole pep talk thing, you know, these guys are supposed to be, like, on a roster competing against each other. What are you even talking about when you're, you know what I mean? Like, Shane's, like, giving a pep talk. He's like a coach giving a pep talk to his team, but like, there's no, f- there's no other team. What the fuck are you talking about?
2: Uh, well, uh, well right. I mean, I, I would say against Raw, but I, it seems to me that they're getting closer and closer to not being separate anymore. Yeah,
0: the, I mean, Shane and Stephanie. That was one of the big, one of the big things with the brand split was that there was dissension between them, and that's based off Monday. That's no longer a thing. So, not that they're going to do away with the brand split necessarily, but. They still you know, could. The, the, the team, the implied team that Shane would have been talking about would be bad ratings, you know? Like, that's what they're against. That's what he's trying to rally his team against.
2: You know what I just realized? Just uh, diverting back to Raw real quickly, didn't we hear that Alexa Bliss is cleared for competition?
0: Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. Well, yeah, we, she wasn't on Raw at all, huh?
2: No, and Naya wasn't either, but I guess it wouldn't make sense for her to get a chance. Well, I mean... They've done it weirder things, letting the person who loses get a chance again. Just something I thought of just now.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Maybe they gave her off for the holiday. Well, because they had her, she was like in charge of the women's division. I don't know, and maybe she wasn't ready to come back. Maybe that was just a rumor. Is my other thought.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: I don't know. Um, but yeah, so the pep talk was weird, and then the they had the you know Charlotte and Becky come out.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're skipping something, which was the most the worst part about that segment.
0: Oh, what? Paige? Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I was just thinking about the New Day eating meat next to Daniel Bryan, which was awesome. But Paige, (laughs) yeah, that was ridiculous.
2: Yeah. I mean, you had sent me a tweet about Paige where she was like, uh, what's happening?
0: Yeah, during Raw, like right after the first segment Um, of
2: Raw. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I was afraid (laughs) that he said former, but he said formal.
0: Oh, really? I thought he said former.
2: I thought he said formal and he was just introducing her and like, to let her know, like, let her know, like oh, like she's still the general manager. And then he said, she's no longer general manager, but she's not leaving. I don't know what she's going to do.
0: Yeah, he said it's going to be like a new role or a changing role or something.
2: So, I don't know. I just wasn't excited about that. I thought she no. was one of the best authority figures in a while.
0: Yeah, definitely. The implication with what they did Monday night was that the McMahons are going to be running things, like, behind the scenes, right? Like, the, the show, for me, I at least, my t- the reason I was so excited about it is because I was like, they're not going to... They're going to have to write a show that isn't centered around the heel authority figure, or even an authority figure, you know? Yeah. That's what got me excited about it. So, did you get that impression at all, or do you think they're going to be, it's going to be a four-man show every week with them all somehow being the GM.
2: I mean, I think Vince is not going to work every single show, but I'm getting the impression that in kayfabe, all four of them are overseeing both oh Raw and SmackDown uh, right now. Maybe like yeah.
0: one of them needs to be there every week to come out and say, just make you know announcements and what have you. Something like that, yeah. Oh God, that's horrible. They really have forgotten how to write just a wrestling show that isn't about a GM that has to book the matches on the fly and like, oh, you've got a problem with you? Okay, we'll make you in a match and we'll make it right now. Like, You know, like, no, just... Book a show in advance, and have the wrestlers react to the situations that they're natu- that they're in that that puts them in. You know,
2: yeah, I feel like they forgot um, how to do that. Oh well, they definitely did. <laughs> so then Becky comes out, starts the show. I like how she was in there for the team meeting. That's very consistent with her character. I thought totally, and how she called, made reference to that. She did. Um, she's great. Promo was great. Uh, Charlotte came out. Oscar came out um i still think if asuka is your new women's champion that you should have opened with asuka i think that they she's kind of feeling overshadowed a bit by this um i get it becky lynch is the hottest star right now but for a week you could have made Asuka feel a little more important granted so before we get to what happened with asuka um they all come out uh i just thought they were going to announce another triple threat match really Um, not not for smackdown but like for the future because yeah. um, they all had valid points, so Vince comes out and Dude, yeah. says that
0: yeah, they all had valid points. That's yeah. a great place to yeah, start to. So Vince comes out and and just ugh.
2: Yeah. So what he said, unfortunately, wasn't wrong, but I just wouldn't have had him say it.
0: Well, that's the thing in wrestling, isn't it? It that, is that that you know, like this is the situation. You can't pick sides. You can't say what's right and what's wrong. It's like heat of the moment shit. Becky and Charlotte are absolutely right to feel like they've been screwed over by Ronda because. She came out and completely affected the outcome of their match. So for Vince to come out and say they're wrong for having a problem, and, you know, if you have a problem with Ronda, just take it up with Ronda. What do you think they're fucking doing?
2: Well, right, and I wish... So the one thing that I don't like, and I kind of wish Becky just took it amongst herself to do it, because I'm assuming she wasn't told to, is to just flat out in that moment, like, I would have loved if she said, oh, you shut your mouth, Vince. Yeah. Could you imagine?
0: No, unfortunately. But yeah, she should have really... Yeah, I bet she wouldn't have, you know, wouldn't have felt comfortable saying something like that off the cuff. But he's, he's ridiculous. Like he, when he went to address Oscar, he's like Oscar hiding behind Charlotte. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that was... he literally said that. Like just because you can't see her, you old fuck, shut up.
2: I don't know. Maybe I'm being harsh, but I, I feel I just... like he was I feel like he was directing the show on the fly this week. I think he did the same thing with Baron Corbin when he told him to speak in the microphone. <laughs> I feel like that was his way of saying the camera needs to see all three of you. Get the fuck out of the way, Charlotte.
0: OK, well, Vince, here's a little note for you. The audience needs to not hear your direction.
2: Oh, I'm not here's... justifying it. No, I no, just, no, I'm I telling you that's what I think happened. <laughs> I know. I, yeah.
0: I'm just saying you're right. And like, you know, while we're while we're giving and taking advice, like, why don't you give them these notes off camera?
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so then this was, this was weird I thought because it it leads to, I thought it was going to be Becky and Charlotte wrestles and the winner will face Asuka in the future.
0: Yeah, you I can see why you would think that. <laughs> Especially
2: in lieu of what happens. And then Naomi comes out and Vince isn't even upset like that someone interrupted him. No. Which I thought was out of character for on him. The,
0: on the contrary, he's literally like, well, you're here, Dancing I guess with her. it's all you. Yeah, and he like he literally like made the motion
2: like this is all you, you know, so like like go to the ring. I had more of a problem with Naomi coming out here than I had with Tyler Breeze coming out for the Open Challenge because it like what like yeah. Naomi really thought that she was just going to come out and they were going to give her a title match like she didn't even seem surprised or there was, happy.
0: There was definitely no no like Open Challenge no no contendership spot on the horizon based on what was happening with the the in ring promos.
2: Yeah, and why wouldn't like other women come out like I know that we've seen that segment so many times where all the women and men come out and there's a gauntlet or whatever whatever, but like it would have made sense here.
0: Yeah, honestly, it just—it made no sense that the two women who were most owed a shot just had to stand by and watch as Naomi just came straight out of left field and wrestled a match right in front of them. Like, it just made no sense at all.
2: Yeah, and you have Charlotte as a heel. She could have, like, fucked one one of them up afterwards, and they're both sitting there, which tells me that it isn't over with those three.
0: Charlotte isn't even acting super heel for me, in my opinion. Like, no,
2: not super heel, but heel enough where I wouldn't put it past her to big boot Naomi in the middle of the match.
0: Yeah, yeah. In fact, um, maybe she, sh- she should be acting more heel. I feel like Becky, I don't know, like Becky could use like a, maybe not Charlotte because they have a lot of history, especially recent history together, but Becky really needs like a heel to be pushing up against her, I feel like. But I guess they want her to stay focused on Becky, uh, on Ronda, but... You know, Ronda's also a face. Like, I don't know.
2: That's also what I thought. I thought Vince was coming out to announce Charlotte versus Ronda at the Rumble. Yeah, that would totally make sense. Um, With that being said, Naomi and Asuka had a good match. I can't take that away from them. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Asuka got a victory, a strong victory. I think that that's why I was okay with Asuka seemingly not being the focal point of the segment, despite being the new SmackDown Women's Champion after a year of questionable booking. Right. It was building um, so, to giving her a championship win. Yeah, and she got a throw-in against Naomi. I have to imagine that her and Becky will probably have a match at uh, on SmackDown. I hope it doesn't happen at the Rumble.
0: You're talking about Oscar or Naomi?
2: Well, Becky, I mean, should still want a rematch, a championship rematch. Of I, I don't know what's happening with that.
0: Um, yeah, we don't. It's very weird that that you know that was one rule literally across two nights. That, well, that was it didn't the only change be... that they
2: actually said. Yeah, but it didn't seem to be like a clear-cut thing. It almost seemed to apply to the AOP thing because Corbin is now out of power and AOP were given that match in an unfair advantage. So them specifically don't deserve a rematch.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe.
2: That's kind of how I perceive that. And I think that Becky also wasn't focusing on her title. She was more focusing on Ronda. Yeah. So I hope that Becky at one point will say, I want to, unless she just says flat out, I'm winning the Rumble to fight for Ronda's title.
0: Which I feel like they're they're kind of leaning towards. They might do. In fact, I, I, did I say it on the show? I really after after the way TLC ended, I really feel like they may have switched uh, to a triple threat at WrestleMania between Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte.
2: Yes, we should talk about this. Yeah, here. yeah. Um, I, I I don't. I think it's just that they are all very intertwined, and they smartly are connecting them for the moment. I think the best path is still Charlotte and Ronda at Rumble, and Becky and Ronda. Did I say that right? Charlotte and Ronda at the Rumble, yep. and Becky and Ronda at WrestleMania. Yeah, um, and I agree. As you know, that I, was, I changed from that. Even after Survivor Series, I wanted Charlotte and Ronda to have a rematch at Mania. But I think with seeing Becky's rise, her putting on consistently great performances, and the fact that her and Ronda have never had a match yet. They haven't even had an in-ring promo face-to-face. Yeah. There's a lot of intrigue there. Yeah, um, totally agree. And don't forget, now that when we were texting about the same thing, I was saying, well, who will Asuka face then? At Mania, and I was saying maybe maybe they built Naomi up, but I was saying Naomi. maybe Ember Moon. Well, you have to get Ember Moon on SmackDown, though. Well, yeah, but you can. I mean, yeah, but that's, that's not what it. they do near WrestleMania season. They just flip people over for the convenience of it. Well, Oscar like, has the, the championship. Specifics. What if
0: Ember wins a? Uh, you know, Becky wins the Rumble. Ember wins. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I, I I mean, it's not impossible. I just don't I just don't see it happening. Um with that being said, I think Charlotte Naska and Rhonda and Becky are the not obvious WrestleMania matches, but I kinda think it's where they're gonna go.
0: Yeah, no, I could definitely see that. I just based on the way TLC ended to me I don't know, I, I have a feeling as of now that they're that Vince is setting his sights on a triple threat
2: logically I don't see uh, logically I don't think you're wrong for thinking that I mean that's yeah. kind of what I, I get it but I think that both of those women should want Rhonda alone and Becky specifically should want Rhonda alone
0: I agree no I totally so, agree
2: character wise I hope that that also isn't a thing for like the logic of it
0: yeah we'll see I mean i, I... Um, Just because three people
2: are in the same, are feuding with the same person doesn't mean it has to be a triple threat match.
0: Yeah. No, I agree with you, but if you, if, if Becky and Charlotte both wind up in the Rumble, then it would probably be safe to say that that's what's going to happen, right?
2: Well, I'll hate that even more because you know how I, I don't like the Rumble to be this like, I mean, I get it's wrestling. So this is a really predictable statement to make, but I don't like the Rumbles to feel like a predetermined thing. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, um, and them going out together would just not for me be the way to go.
0: Yeah, but. or you could have Ember win the rumble and challenge Asuka and then they have to decide who goes for Rhonda, and somehow Charlotte and Becky wrestle to a draw.
2: That would at least that would I would be okay with that. I mean, you're really thinking that Vince thinks this highly of Ember though.
0: Well, I I think highly of Ember. I'm just thinking... Oh, would I do be too. The...
2: I, would love, I would love to see Ember and Uskin in a Mania match. I'm totally not against that at all.
0: Yeah. I think Vince is either dead set on the triple threat or still not sure. So, you know, if he's dead set on the triple threat, I'm just thinking what would, you know, what's the best other possible women's match for WrestleMania?
2: And when's the last year that the only WrestleMania thing we've been talking about have been the women? I don't even oh, well. care about the Universal Championship match right now. Or, or right now yeah
0: title. well I, I i love how unpredictable it all is as a result of everything that's happened you know not i mean not as a result. i just love the way the way how unpredictable that is but yeah because i mean the women's picture is the only thing that we think we have somewhat of a clear indication where it's headed
2: don't you think an argument could be made that naya made it more unpredictable
0: oh naya definitely made it more unpredictable
2: so do we still hate her for that though um, I know it's a really hard question to think about Because she was very irresponsible And it could have fucked Becky up seriously yeah. But it really kind of had more positive than negatives It's weird to think about it like that, I know But I, I kind of have to look at it like that
0: Yeah, fuck Naya
2: <laughs> Okay I totally understand that reaction. I'm nah. not like pro, super pro Nia. Yeah, um, she doesn't get credit just, just
0: because you you did something bad that led to something good that you couldn't possibly foresee. No, you don't get any
2: credit for that. Okay, but Vince doesn't either. So I guess it's just the performers.
0: No, well, well, well. No, when you do, no, when you do something. I mean, ideally, you know, everyone will try to j- just do not bad things, do the right thing. <laughs> okay, know. it's the best way to live, in my experience. Fair enough. <laughs>
2: Um, um, other things on SmackDown, not including the most exciting part of wrestling right now for me, being the women, um, yeah. Samoa Joe, Jeff Hardy, uh, this is all okay. Really? Um, I like that Jeff acknowledged that Joe has been around for two years and hasn't won it. Well, I like it storyline wise that he said it. I don't like that. It's a real, it's a reality.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, using it for the story since it is the reality is good
2: though. It, very good. Agreed. Um, they have a match next week. I forgot who won. Uh, no, I don't. Are we doing that? Are we talking about that?
0: Go ahead. I think uh, some... Did Joe win by count Somebody won by count
2: you want me I to pull think it up? Jeff Hardy, I'm pretty sure Jeff Hardy won. Probably. Oh, Dave Meltzer just reported that Nakamura is not going back to Japan. Really? Like, yeah. in other words, he'll re-sign, he thinks? Uh, I mean, that's what I'm getting from it.
0: Huh. Yeah, Jeff Hardy beat Samoa Joe via count Okay.
2: Oh, good. So at least it isn't straight up.
0: I guess. I mean, Samoa Joe beating Jeff Hardy would be better.
2: But you're going to put like a spoiler. Well, I think the matches. is good. I think the feud's continuing, probably. Yeah. Y- uh, you're yeah, going to put some type of like a... Uh...
0: Spoiler for next week, yeah. Yeah. Yep, I will.
2: So that's that. Rusev-Nakamura cut promos on each other. It was weird for Nakamura to present a video that made Rusev look more likable. Huh. yeah. I mean, if he was still a heel, I could see why Babyface would show that, that video, but he's not. Yeah. And people kind of like him for those endearing qualities.
0: Yeah, yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Um, speaking of those endearing qualities, what did you think of Rusev's promo?
2: Um, I people laugh in the crowd. People find him funny. I chuckle at times. Um, you it's a know, little out there though, it is, and it seems a little like he rambles. I think he could he could have left it with with the the beard for a baby's bottom. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the, uh, we, the
0: wearing the beard as a sweater. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about?
2: Yeah, which I don't know if that's, like, the allure of it, or, or I'm not really sure. Um, but Shouldn't we know be that, that hard Rusev... to
0: figure out what the allure is supposed to be. <laughs>
2: uh, yes. We know that Rusev and Nakamura have a match next week that was taped last night, and Rusev actually wins the title, the U.S. title.
0: Yeah, that's crazy to me, to do it on a, a taping. I mean, I guess, you know, unpredictability for the live crowd. and.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, I'm kind of, well, I don't know. This is weird for me, because I, I obviously want Nakamura to have a mid-card title, because I feel like... It's the only way he'll be on TV. But then he wasn't really on TV as a U.S. champion. Yeah. But then yeah. I'm not really convinced he's going to be used going up the card. So no, I, no, no. I, I mean, don't Why would he? Based stuck. on what you've seen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of stuck with how I feel about this. Um,
0: he yeah, had the whole United States of Knock America thing that had potential, but like they, he never did anything with it. He never had time to flesh it out or play with it on Smackdown really.
2: Yeah, no, not at all. Which sucks. Um, I mean, it just sucks. It does.
0: They need to stop trying to fit everybody on every show, you know, like for the most part everyone can be around like every other week, you
2: know, on average. Well, that's what they were doing. I McMahon mean, yeah. was on was on SmackDown for a while. That's Last well, year, that's even what as I'm, champion.
0: That's what I'm saying, though. He shouldn't have not been on for a while. He should have been, you know, be off a week, be on a week, be off a week, be on a week. You know, oh and, yeah, and like totally. other people, you mix other people instead of having New Day, Usos, and Bar on every week, have New Day versus Sanity one week. Then the next week you have Bar versus, you know, Gals and Anderson. Then the next week you have, you know, whatever, like. Just, I, I don't, you, the rosters are so exorbitant. There's no reason not to give guys time off and not to overexpose any act, really.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. Just, you know,
0: speaking of things they could and should do differently.
2: Um, then we had, uh, oh goodness, what'd we have here? Well, still left
0: on SmackDown, we had the Miz and, uh, Vince McMahon. Oh my backstage God. Segment.
2: I'm sorry, but I love that. Really? I really did. I think that Vince can be hit or miss sometimes. And he was fucking perfect there. <laughs> oh my God. I was, I was audibly laughing. I, I, I yeah. really was the whole, yeah. I mean, cause this is such a stupid storyline. So if you're going to have fun with it, then have fun with it. And I think they did. Yeah. I agree. You know what I mean? Like just, uh, if it's, it shouldn't be happening. The Miz can turn shit into gold. Um, yeah, I think Vince was a perfect foil for him. The door slamming was perfect. Um, Vince was always good at, at that timing stuff the the, uh, Comedic timing, yeah. Um, so I, I mean, thought it was the whole partner thing. Vince's face is perfect. I I, I liked it.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Um, they work well off each other. Like with Vince, I feel like it's hit or miss depending on who he's with and Agreed. how intimidated they are in real life, you know, towards him.
2: And that's definitely. Get that, and that that we deserve to give credit to the Miz for that. I think he's one of the reasons why that works so well.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, he's great, but that was one thing is that he's been around forever. Did he really have to prove himself to McMahon? Like, but you know, like I. I feel like we already know that about The Miz, and in kayfabe, you know, that that just brings me back to in kayfabe, Mr. McMahon putting him in a tag match to prove himself, like, he's fucking The Miz, you don't know what he could do by now? Right. Been around forever. He's main event in Mania. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) But yeah, no, overall, it was definitely an entertaining segment, for, given that this storyline is just pointless.
2: Very. We had uh, Gal Anderson interrupt The Usos who were calling out the bar. Right. Um, Gallows, Anderson, and Usos had a passable match Sanity gets involved It seems like they're doing the same thing they're doing on Raw uh, with Including more teams in the fold yeah. I'm guessing this will lead to a triple threat match For the number one contendership, maybe Gallows, yeah. Sanity, and Usos Or New Day also weren't there um, I don't know I'm just happy to see two more teams in the fold who deserve to be yeah no definitely I'm really hoping that this builds at the rumble and Sanity's there and Nikki Cross debuts and helps them win the titles you think that could happen um I think it could I don't know if it will I mean wishfully I would book that if yeah to happen I think it'd get a pop in in uh where the fuck is it Phoenix
0: what do you think the odds are that
2: Nikki Crush just goes to Raw and they keep her separate from Sanity? Oh my god. I think that it's a chance and they'd be so dumb. Yeah, why I not? think that she makes them infinitely more interesting. Yeah, I totally agree. I think she's the reason they got over to the extent that they did in NXT, to be honest. Really? And then after that, when they were in the War Games match, they were ready at that level because yeah. of her. Because yeah. it was different. She was body crossing people through tables. Like, she was great.
0: Totally. Her and Eric um, Young uh, feuding against Andrade and Selena Vega? Like, come on.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: that would be awesome. Or even,
2: like, Carmela and Our truth I think that would yeah. be a weird... A weird. Uh, speaking of Andrade, so I like that he's in the position now to be in main events randomly. Yeah. But I still think you need to put, keep him on TV before that happens.
0: <laughs> totally.
2: Um... Mustafa Ali is a, is a full-time SmackDown member. I was surprised. I didn't did you assume that after last week? Because I didn't.
0: No, no, okay. definitely
2: not. Yeah, I think like a video package would have been nice if they're going to have him pin the WWE champion, like to kind yeah. of show us who he is. This was a good match. Um, AJ is still being against Brian. That's why I think that the rumble match is a possibility. Totally. Um, I think it's weird that they had Mustafa Ali pinned Daniel and not Andrade, although I was going to say, I'm not going to complain, but Mustafa Ali beats Andrade next week. So (laughs) I would have just done done that twice. I mean, I love Andrade, but like Daniel's, I think kind of bulletproof against someone new is like Mustafa. Yeah.
0: Do you think that there's a chance that they could be going for like Mustafa taking on Brian at WrestleMania? That's crazy, right?
2: Um, I don't, I don't know why you would crazy, give him the TV win. I don't win. know if crazy is the word. I know that, that the Cruiserweights really impressed Vince when they were on the main car those few times and that uh, he noticed them. Uh, <laughs> Mustafa had a pretty massive character arc on Five Live with his whole, you know, he, had, he cut good promos backstage and his whole story of, like reversing the whole cultural appropriation for the way his name and the way he looks um, could be something that works on the main roster. Yeah, definitely. You know, he I used mean, to be a Chicago police officer. I think he has an interesting enough story. I don't think it'll happen though.
0: Yeah, well, it would be a big gamble to have somebody so uh, you know, somebody so new to the casual audience, I guess.
2: But again, it's it's going to be January. You still have a few months to tell that story and there aren't that many. If They're keeping it Brian, There aren't Literally, no other baby faces on on SmackDown.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, thinking about who he could be if he's going to still be champion of WrestleMania, who he could be going up against. Yeah, that's. Uh...
2: Unless they flip Shinsuke, which I think I would say that Shinsuke was more interesting as a heel, but at the same time, you could just have him not have, like, a distinct character. Yeah. Well, just go against, like, go against whoever he wants, and if Dana's a champion, then you go against him.
0: Dude, yeah, you're really wishful though. I think because they, you know, taking the title off the U.S. title off Shinsuke, I just feel like it's like yeah, you might as well get the title back on TV. They, for whatever reason, maybe maybe it's just because they don't know how to use Shinsuke, they don't know how to book him. For the most part, I mean, they, you know, he's had good moments here and there, glimpses of uh, the potential that he has. But they don't know how to use him, and so I feel like it's just it's naive to say that that you know to suggest that that's why they could be taking the title off him to build him up more. I mean, he's like barely on TV as it is. Yeah, unfortunately, I wish it, you know I wish it wasn't so. True. Um, I just mentioned Ali going against Brian at WrestleMania, just because otherwise, like I don't know why you would give him this win. You know, that's that's what I'm I'm speculating. Like, why would
2: they? Well, I think that Mustafa Ali is a new character, and I think it puts him in at least the upper mid-card if they want him to be there. Yeah, but at there's the other least. ways
0: to get him there without having him pin a relatively new champion.
2: Well, it was the, I mean, finishing with his finishing move, I was surprised about. Also, there were apparently reports that they were worried about jane O'Brien's head after this. I, did you see it? No. The way he, he lands it on his head?
0: No, for what? The move that set up the finisher?
2: The, the, no, the the actual reverse fourth, the f- uh, uh, 504, I think it's called. Oh,
0: oh, Mustafa
2: landed on Brian's head? Yeah, he landed oh, on shit. his head. And if you notice, after Mustafa pinned him, he whispered in his ear.
1: Oh, and I God. think he said,
2: I'm sorry. Oh, God. But Daniel was on... Uh, and then the other thing that fueled it is that Daniel was on the show for next week, but he didn't wrestle. But that also could just be because they didn't want him to wrestle that show. Yeah, but, yeah um, totally. Yeah. Here's hoping that he's fine, which I'm sure he is. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, if he was on the show for next week, then I'm sure he's you know he's not because it was taped that night, so he's not like he didn't True. he didn't need like medical attention. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's definitely gives me um some reason to be optimistic about the future having the Mustafa Ali suddenly uh, on the show and in such a big spotlight and like you know, having such good matches these past couple weeks on SmackDown, but I wish they wouldn't, you know, I, w- I kind of liked the idea of Mustafa randomly being on a show, taking on the champion, having a really sick match to him, but coming up short, and then just, you know, just having that be like a one-time thing for right now. Like, I, w- I was kind of into the idea that that could happen.
2: Oh, well, they've done that with Pete Dunne. They've done that. They've done I know, that I like that. I, I wish like they would do it more. Too. I like it, too. I don't really know if he fits right now outside of I guess what you said that there aren't a lot of work I said we both agree on is that there aren't a lot of baby faces right now
0: yeah 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 it's the only really way he uh, fits into the picture I guess um, so I guess we'll that'll be a good place to leave it for now yeah I think so all right uh, thank you everybody for joining us for wishful booking my name is Lee McNulty you can follow me on Twitter at me up to 11
2: uh, my name is Jimmy Morecraft you could follow me at dr. Morecraft
0: And you can uh, follow the show on Twitter at Wishful Booking and like us on Facebook at Wishful Booking Pod. And uh, from all of us, from both of us here at Wishful Booking, have a Merry Christmas, have a Happy Holiday. Absolutely. uh, Yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week.
2: So long, guys. Happy Holidays. Later.